If you want to know what is really happening in the world today, you need to read the Parsha HaShavua, the weekly Torah reading. Join Rabbi Mendel Lipska for the next hour as he delves and enumerates the themes running through the weekly Torah Parsha, only on 101.9 High FM. And a wonderful air of Shabbos to all of you. Great to be with you again to talk about things, things that are important in our lives, things that are current, and things that can give us meaning and purpose in order to go forward in a way that will bring fulfillment, not only in terms of our own lives, but indeed, strangely enough, in all of God's creation. Each and every one of us has a specific role to play. Not only that, a role upon which all of creation is dependent. And when we understand that, when we know ourselves well enough, when we understand what in actual fact is our specific purpose, we can understand what, in fact, we've been brought down upon this earth for. God, after all, created this huge, huge creation. And one would think, well, after all, we're insignificant little creatures when it comes to compare us to the rest of all time and all of humankind. What importance do we have? Torah tells us each and every one of us has incredible importance. Each and every one of us is absolutely unique. And without the particular contribution that each and every one of us has to make, all of creation is incomplete. Can you believe that? All of creation is incomplete unless each and every one of us makes our particular, our unique contribution to all of creation. And this Arab Shabbos is special because not only is it Parshat Tzav, the second portion in the book of Vayikra, in the book of Leviticus, but indeed it's Shabbat Hagadol, the great Shabbos, the Shabbos that comes before the wonderful festival, the wonderful Yontip of Pesach. And it's called the great Shabbos because great events took place on this day, on this day in Mitzrayim, in Egypt, when the Jewish people were about to be liberated and freed, the great moment of Yitziat Mitzrayim, the exodus from Egypt. Sages tell us this is the day that the Jewish people chose the Passover sacrifice. This is the day that the firstborn rebelled. They stood up to Pharaoh and said, let these people go. This is the day that the Jewish people expressed tremendous pride in who they were. When the Egyptians asked them, why are you taking the slam? They said, this is going to be our offering to Hashem when he liberates us. And the Egyptians couldn't understand what in fact is taking place. First of all, the Lamb was one of their deities. The Lamb was one of their gods. And second of all, let these people go. Nobody ever left Egypt. How can an entire people, a huge nation as the Jewish people were, they were going to leave. And the Jewish people said this with absolute certainty, with absolute confidence, Shabbos Hagadol. And Shabbos Hagadol is a time that we are very much involved, not only with the preparations for Pesach, but in actual fact, the custom is tomorrow, Shabbos after Mincha, we read a significant portion of the Haggadah, beginning with the famous words of Avadim Hayinu Leparim Mitzrayim, we were slaves onto Pharaoh in Egypt. Because the Shabbos before Pesach is already a day that is connected very much 
with the festival of Pesach. And the festival of Pesach is extraordinary. It's unique. It is somehow, when it comes to the three major festivals of Pesach, Shavuot and Sukkot, everyone is important. But Pesach is the festival because it defines us as a people. It speaks about liberation. And while the other festivals have all sorts of incredible events, Shavuot, the day that we receive the Torah, Sukkot, when we speak about those clouds that protected us during our journeys through the wilderness. Nonetheless, when it comes to Pesach, Pesach has an altogether different type of meaning. Every single day it's mentioned. We speak about it. We have to remember it. It's Yat Mitzrayim forms so much of our liturgy, of our prayers. The Ten Commandments, God says, Who am I? I am the God who took you out of Egypt. This is one of the remembrances that we have to consider every single day. Every time we pray, we talk about Yitziat Mitzrayim. Yitziat Mitzrayim is an extremely central theme in our faith, in our religion. It is so important. And every single year, as we approach the festival of Pesach, we realize how intense this truly is because Pesach is altogether different. Pesach is a festival where our entire lives are infected in an incredibly, an incredibly intense sort of way. Our homes are changed. Our kitchens are turned over. Our dishes, everything, our food, everything is dramatically changed when it comes to the festival of Pesach. And the question is, what really happens? What is happening? Why this incredible frenzy? What is taking place? What is Pesach really all about? And what is Shabbat HaGadol all about? Why do we need a festival? Why couldn't we simply sit down and... Well, commemorate this incredible historic event. After all, the Jewish people came out of Egypt, the day of liberation. We remember, we recall, we celebrate. Why this incredible intensity? Everything has changed. Everything is turned over. And, well, after all, after all, it could have been done, I would think, in a far simpler sort of way. And yet, we take a look throughout Jewish history. Pesach is a time of tremendous, tremendous change. We change everything. And we have to ask ourselves, we have to understand what is so special about the festival of Pesach. And not to make the mistake that, well, after all, food plays an important role. And yes, the food of Pesach is wonderful and delicious. That's not only the culinary activity of Pesach. What is it about Pesach that is so special that we actually go through all these incredible changes, we actually dedicate ourselves to this incredible type of activity in order to celebrate the festival as it should be. Pesach, after all, is a time that we remember something of great significance. That is when we became a free people. And as I've often talked about, freedom is one of the most abused and misused words in our language. You know, everybody talks about freedom, but freedom is an incredibly difficult concept to understand. 
and more so to achieve. Everybody likes to use it to a certain degree, from a political point of view, from a social point of view. But freedom really means an understanding of that which restricts us and that which elevates us to a higher level when we are truly free. Pesach comes to talk to us about what real freedom is all about. And real freedom is something which is an incredibly, an incredibly different type of existence, as we'll soon explain more of that soon. This is the Pasha HaShavua with Rabbi Mendel Lipska, only on 101.9 High FM. It's interesting to note that the entire festival of Pesach, essentially, well, it begins with the Seder, the Seder night. And what happens at the Seder night is a family sits around the table. And the children are encouraged to ask their questions. And not only are they encouraged to ask their questions, but each one is asking their question based upon their particular character and their particular intellectual, well, makeup. And the parent is obligated to answer each child according to the character and intellectual standard of that child. There's no general answer. Each child is addressed individually, which in fact sets the tone for the Pesach experience. Because as I mentioned before, Pesach speaks to us about freedom and liberation. True freedom and liberation, yes, on a shallow level, can be seen as a national expression of peoplehood happened throughout throughout history many times. But the real expression of liberation and freedom is something which happens to the individual. And each individual is different. Each individual has a dimension of enslavement and freedom based upon the character of that individual. The challenges of life are absolutely unique. They may look similar, one and another. But each individual has experiences that are personal and specific. Each individual, as mentioned before, is not only a vital and unique component within all of creation, But each individual has a particular and specific mission and journey in this world. And God gives each and every single individual specific abilities and specific challenges. And that individual has to understand what those challenges are. And that individual has to somehow look into themselves and bring out those inner strengths and gifts and abilities that they possess. And it's that incredible combination that brings about individual freedom and liberation. Every one of us is beset by what we call meitzarim, limitations, restrictions, things 
that hold us back, whether intellectually or emotionally or physically sometimes, socially sometimes. Situation that, situations that don't allow us to be as good as we can be. Situations either that are imposed upon us or so we think. Or situations that are, well, within us. But situations that hold us back. And don't allow us to be the complete people that we should be. And many people will simply accept that situation as a given. And remain, so to speak, enslaved to those boundaries and limitations of life. Others, and this should be the rule for everyone, say absolutely no. They may be challenges, they may be boundaries, they may be limitations, but I have the ability of breaking out from those limitations and boundaries and situations. I have the strength, I need the courage, and I have the ability. It may take time, it certainly will take effort, but I can be free. I can be better, I can be greater, I can rise above those elements that hold me back. This is what Pesach is. Each individual child sits around the table, the wise, the wicked, the simple, the one who who can't even ask. And each child has to be addressed according to the particular character and nature of that child. A unique question, a unique answer. And this is something which is so important for each and every one of us to understand. There is a national sense of freedom and liberation. We became a people on Pesach. But we also individually have to become free as well. This is what Pesach teaches us. Because the idea of Chedrut, the idea of truly becoming free, is a combination of the individual and national expressions. The individual becomes free and contributes to the national expression of freedom. The national expression of freedom can never be fulfilled unless the individuals contained therein achieve freedom as well. Not only as a general people, but as individuals as well. How do we do that? How do we actually achieve within ourselves this idea of freedom? And this is where the great mystery of the chametz and matzah experience comes into play. Before Pesach, there is a frantic time. We clean our homes. We make sure that when Pesach comes round, there is no chametz whatsoever. We buy new products. We change the kitchen, our pots, our pans, our dishes, the food, everything. Not a morsel, not a speck of chametz can be left behind. Why? What is it about chametz that is so dangerous that even a tiny bit cannot be tolerated during Pesach? Our mystical teachers tell us, what does chametz represent? Chametz represents arrogance. Now, arrogance doesn't necessarily mean a person walking around 
full of themselves, the classical example of the arrogant human being. Arrogance can be far more subtle. Arrogance is basically an attitude that, well, I'm pretty good where I am. I don't have to hear what anybody else tells me. I'm fine. Arrogance means I don't really have to change. The situation that I'm in is good, perhaps even perfect. Arrogance means that I'm in charge of my own situation. And I don't have to listen to anyone or anything that tries to make me better. What is Matz? Matz is humility. What is humility? Humility is the preparedness to hear another point of view. What a teacher says, what a parent says, what a mentor says, what somebody who's wiser than me has to say, what somebody who has gone through experience has something to say. Humility is the ability to listen to someone who can tell me something, yes, about myself, that otherwise I wouldn't know. Hametz is a situation where I won't allow anything or anyone to penetrate this wall that I've created around myself because I don't want anybody interfering with my comfort zone. Matzah, flat, humble. I yearn to hear words of wisdom. I yearn to be taught. I yearn to hear what the experiences of others can give me. And this is why, symbolically, the Chabetz and Matzah battle is so real when it comes to Pesach. Pesach is freedom. Pesach is liberation. Pesach is leaving anything that holds me back and holds me down. And if Chametz becomes the central issue of my life, if Chametz is the anchor that I hold on to, I can never change. I can never be free. If Matzah becomes the central theme of my life, if Matzah, which is humility, is the guiding force in my life, yes, this becomes the road to liberation and freedom. And this is why before Pesach we become frantic looking for that Chometz because I have to remove that which won't allow the freedom dimension to enter into my life. And when Pesach comes round, absolutely perfect, no Chometz is allowed because I want to have anything and everything that can guide me to a dimension of freedom and liberation. It takes tremendous courage to be humble. Because by nature, people, well, people are, I wouldn't say arrogant, but people aren't necessarily humble. People don't like to hear any words of criticism. And people don't necessarily like to be told how to behave or what to do. Well, people are, well, quite comfortable in the situation that they're in. It comes to Pesach. It comes to Pesach. We have to challenge that notion. We have to challenge 
the notion that I'm fine and I'm perfect. Because perhaps we're not. When it comes to Pesach and we concern ourselves with issues of liberation and freedom and becoming, becoming something higher and better, I have to think about the chametz and matzah battle. And this is why, this is why Pesach is so important. And it's so based upon individual approach. This is why it's so important for the parent, for the leader, for the father, for the mother, to hear the question of each individual child. Because each individual child has a different question. They word it differently. They word it differently because they are unique in their own way. And that's why the answer has to be tailored to them in a particular sort of way. Because if in fact the ultimate, the ultimate goal is freedom, you have to understand the question in order to give the right answer. Otherwise it becomes some sort of blanket deal that washes over the individual, doesn't penetrate, doesn't touch them, has very little meaning and very little purpose. Pesach is a time that we can achieve great things. Pesach is a time that we can actually become so much better than we are. Pesach is a time that we can find within ourselves a great gift. And what's that gift? To know who we are. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if we could truly understand and know who we are? Because most people don't. Most people see themselves as well as a reflection of the community that they're in, the society that they're in. They don't see themselves as individuals with unique abilities, unique talents, unique gifts. They see themselves as, well, just another another one. Can you imagine if we could all see ourselves as who we truly are? With what unique gifts we have and the unique contribution we could make? Can you imagine a world where so many people have the ability of bringing that unique gift to the overall good of everyone. Can you imagine that kind of world? That's a world of tremendous productivity. That's a world of tremendous unity. That's a world of greatness, of freedom. That's what Pesach is all about. And that's why when God gives us a Torah, He says, I am God that took you out of Egypt. What does that mean? I am God who gave you the ability of being free of knowing yourself. And this is why it's so important that we think about the exodus from Egypt each and every single day. It's highlighted. It comes with intensity during the festival of Pesach. But it's a constant, constant activity, understanding what enslavement is and celebrating what freedom is all about. More of that soon. This is the Pasha Hashavua with Rabbi Mendel Lipska, only on 101.9 High FM. 
we're talking about, well, Pesach, we're talking about liberation, we're talking about freedom. We're talking about the necessity to have the symbol of matzah, the symbol of humility. We're talking about removing chametz, the symbol of arrogance. We're talking about understanding individual abilities, gifts, the unique role one can play. We're understanding how to achieve that ultimate gift of personal liberation, of personal freedom, and how ultimately, if everyone would and could, what a wonderful world this world would be, where every individual would make that incredible contribution to the overall good of all of creation. And this is why our sages tell us that all exile, all limitation, all difficulty begins with the exile of Egypt, because that's where it all began. The restriction, the enslavement, the crushing of the spirit, the crushing of the individual awareness, the crushing of knowing oneself. And at the same time, all liberation, all freedom begins with the exodus, with Yitzhak Mitzrayim, because that's where it all began, when the Jewish people broke the shackles of slavery. And not only in the simple sense as a nation, but as individuals with pride, ready to march to Sinai. Everything began at that moment. We became a nation. We became individuals. We understood our challenges. We recognized our strengths. We saw our peoplehood. And we understood who we were. This was the great moment. This was the great challenge. And this is why it's so important to celebrate Pesach properly. And by properly, I mean in the full sense of the word. What are the preparations for Pesach? You mustn't forget to sell your chametz. You can't own, you can't possess any chametz. This is why you must sell it. Call your rabbi, call the Bethdit. It can be done online. It's a simple procedure. But you don't want to have anything on Pesach that holds you back from that incredible journey of freedom. Make sure that you have all the products. But let's sit down at the Seder. What happens at the Seder? Of course, part of the Seder is to have a wonderful meal. But part of the Seder is the great discussion, the great conversation, listening to the question and trying to answer that question, looking at each other and understanding how each individual is unique, looking at the people sitting around the table and not rushing it, Taking it step by step. When the child sings Manishtana, think about that for a moment. Indeed. Why is it different? Why are we different? Why is anything different? Why is there a difference in time, in space, among people? Why did God create a world of difference? And when you listen to that sweet little voice singing Manishtana, it's not only the cute song, it's an age-old tradition that talks to us about what our mission is really all about. And when each child asks the question, look at that child, 
Look at the child and ask yourself, what is that child really asking? And how can I possibly, possibly answer that child? And when you start the Haggadah by saying, Abadim Hayinu, go all the way back to the beginning. Don't start somewhere in the middle of history. Don't make up a story. Don't start somewhere, well, it has no relevance to what the evening is all about. Go all the way back to the beginning. Tell the story as it should be told. And as the story unfolds, you will see that the story has incredible relevance to the here and now. may have happened thousands of years ago, but it's happening right this moment as well. This is the beauty of the festival of Pesach. It's ageless. It's timeless. And that's why when the child asks the question, it's important to be authentic. It's important to be honest with the child. And not to tell the child a story that oh, happened yesterday or a day ago or a year ago or ten years ago. We go back thousands of years. Tell the truth of who we are and when we became a people and how we became a people and why we are still here. And when you stand up for Hisha Amda, how in every generation they try to destroy us and yet miraculously we are here. Say that with pride. Say that with joy. When you sing the Dayena, when you eat the matzah, make it a celebration. Make it a celebration of purpose, of meaning. Not only rote, not only going through, well, this is what we do. Do it with a tremendous sense of passion, of excitement, of historical truth. You do it. Your father did it. Your mother did it. Your grandparents. It goes all the way back. It goes all the way back to the time that the Jewish people left Mitzrayim, to the time that the Jewish people left Egypt. Understand that every single symbol of the Seder brings us closer to the idea (coughs) of what freedom is all about. It's an incredible opportunity. And it begins tomorrow with Shabbos Haggadah, the great Shabbos. Tomorrow afternoon after Mincha, we take out the Haggadah and we read a portion. The preparation begins. It starts. Yes, we've been working frantically for many a week, preparing for Pesach. But tomorrow we sit down and we start. We start telling the story with detail, with love, with concern, with greatness. You'll be in Shul tomorrow. Listen to the portion. It's a portion that speaks about offering and sacrifice, part of the Jewish experience. But it's all in preparation of the festival of Pesach. Do the necessary. Make sure that you sell your chametz. Make sure that everything is prepared properly. So I want to wish all of you a Chag Kasher B'Sameach to have a kosher and truly joyous Pesach. May this festival bring about tremendous individual liberation and freedom. Enjoy with happiness 
in the fullest sense of the word. Have a great Pesach. Good Shabbos.